It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 1049 The Morning X, it is Kev, and uh, I got a bone to pick. That's right. Feeling angry. Not really. But I don't get this. There's a new term for older millennials. Now, if you wonder if you are an older millennial, which I believe are called elder millennials, uh, people born in the early 80s, right after the Gen X cutoff. Basically, between 1980 and 1985, you fall into that category. But there's a new term for it, and I, I want to talk to the person who came up with it. They're calling us now geriatric millennials. A digital teamwork expert posted about it online and says anybody be- born between 1980 and 85 falls into that category. But she claims it's not actually a bad thing, and it might mean you're a natural leader in 2021. Because, uh, quote-unquote, geriatric millennials are good with computers but grew up in a world where people weren't glued to their phones yet. So unlike younger millennials, you won't lose your mind when someone leaves you a voicemail instead of texting. I mean, even texting is going out the window. Uh, But that's good at work because you can bridge the gap between older employees and younger hires, and it's even more important with people working from home. Did they have to use the word geriatric? You know what geriatric means? It means relating to old people, especially within regard to their health care, like a geriatric hospital or a rest home for geriatrics, people who are medically too old to take care of themselves. So, you know, I I prefer seasoned millennial, perhaps. Um, Wise millennial, I'll even take that. But geriatric millennial? I'm not on a colostomy bag. (laughs) I'm I'm just older than you. All right, so just stop throwing words around you don't know the definition to. Get yourself a Webster's. Damn. It's Kev. Love that guy. On 104.9. Lock in. The Morning X. I got to coach Little League tonight. You know how bad I want it to rain? <laughs> and I'm supposed to go to the Cubs game tomorrow night. You know how bad I want it to rain today and not tomorrow? Uh, well, I, you know, I don't know about inner city Chicago necessarily. I don't know about the north side. So, uh, you know, maybe you'll luck out on that. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I'd really much rather just miss Little League tonight, but that's okay. <laughs> What's the matter? Well, you, you don't you, uh, you don't like teaching little whippersnappers America's pastime? It's exo- we, So we had a game on Saturday and just got our asses handed to us. <laughs> it, the, the mercy rule went into effect in two innings. We only played four innings. And oh, it was like, oh, no. no, no, this is, it was, we got smoked. You know, like I went to my nephew's Little League game and they didn't even really keep score. Are they doing that again? They, we don't really keep score. We don't do winners and losers. But what they do is after five runs, okay, the, now the other team gets to bat because clearly you're in a spot that you can't get yourself out of. <laughs> now, is there, is there an age where they switch to, okay, now we're playing baseball rules? Yeah, I think that's the next step up. This is still kind of an instructional thing, but it, okay. uh, man, it's just. Just it all it is is stop playing with the dirt. Stop, we just look at the batter. Just watch the batter. I don't want you to get hit in the face with a line drive. Just watch the batter. I don't care if you catch it. Move. Oh no. I think at that age I would have been a dirt digger for sure. I would have been the one picking the dandelions or blowing the blowing little dandelion yeah. floaties. Yeah. It's it's just <laughs> exhausting. I guess I, I don't envy that. No, no, it's it's not. It, yeah, it's fulfilling, Kev. Okay, it's fine. It's rewarding. Yeah, okay. It, it, <laughs> it, it'll, it'll get better when they get older, right? I mean, once they start to really kind of grasp what's happening, it'll yeah. get better. And how, how old are they, these uh, kids? Six and seven. Okay, yeah, that's that's young. <laughs> it's 
really, yeah. That's young to comprehend everything that's but going on But there's some you. teams that have a bunch of eight-year-olds on it, and that year makes a big difference, and these kids are, like, bigger and, like, throwing the ball and actually playing, and it's just, that's the situation we got in the other day. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, baseball is a very mental game, and guess what six-year-olds are not doing? Oh, my God, every one of them says the same thing. This is so boring. I'm like, it's not, though. It's... <laughs> I couldn't wait to play baseball when I was I that know. age. That's how I remember it, too. Eh, oh, well. Yeah, but it's not a video of someone playing Minecraft, so it's not interesting. No. No. <laughs> God. Yeah, well, that's the world we live in now. Let's get ready for it, Lou. Let's get ready for that future. It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 104.9 The Morning X. In case you missed it last Friday, I had a chance to chat with Miles Kennedy of Alter Bridge. He's also got a solo album out. And uh, there was an exclusive live interview on Facebook on Friday. And you can go watch that right now at thexrockford.com if you want to or on our Facebook page at thexrockford. Uh, but here's a clip from that interview. Uh, so uh, congratulations, first of all. The Ides of March, your uh, second solo effort, dropped today. It's officially out. It's exciting. Yes. First solo release since uh, Year of the Tiger in 2018. So uh, how is Ides of March uh, going to be different from that album? Well, it's a little louder. Uh, the Year of the Tiger record is an acoustic-based record, and this still has some of those hallmarks. But I... I wanted to turn it up a little bit, have a lot more electric guitar, a lot more lead guitar. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's the year. The tiger was a real personal record in terms of the narrative of the lyric was inspired by situations that happened as a child, you know, lost, lost a parent at a young age. And so it goes into a lot of that. And with, the eyes of March, it's kind of reflecting everything, seeing the world around us in these kind of unprecedented times and kind of how to how to navigate through 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 that emotionally. Now, have you, were you working on it pre-pandemic or were these things kind of inspired by the the complete change in the way we live our lives? Eighty percent of the record was inspired by all of the 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 the, the, the paradigm shifts, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> there were two songs that were written a long time. They were actually I'd had in the what I keep referring to as the song refrigerator, where <laughs> where I have all these songs just kind of sit there, and I hope the shelf life doesn't expire. So there were two songs that felt appropriate for this record, but uh, the majority of them, yeah, where they were written between like March and June of of twenty twenty. Uh, so uh, one single we've been uh, playing a lot on 104.9 The X at Rockford has been uh, In Stride. Uh, now, what's the guitar you're playing on In Stride? I know that you're doing some slide work, but is that a, is that a resonator guitar? That is a resonator. I have it somewhere in this room, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a national resonator, and uh, I figured, well, it's it ha- we we put a pickup in it, so let's just plug it into an amp and add a little bit of gain, and uh, yeah, it's it's a kind of a cool sound, and then we mic'd it at the same time, so it's it has both elements, and uh, it's a, it's a cool a cool instrument. Music video for In Stride uh, was kind of animated uh, and kind of not. I guess you kind of look like a paper cutout. It kind of uh, takes me back to sledgehammer from uh, Peter yeah. Gabriel but uh, there's a lot going on in that video so we'll talk about that a little bit yeah that video um that was fun I didn't think somebody else brought up the sledgehammer thing and it does yeah. have it have some have some of those visual hallmarks and yeah. um but it was it was interesting so it was sh- you know shot and created during the lockdown so we couldn't go you know get in a room with a bunch of folks yeah. and and it was really punk rock how we did it at least my my parts we just set up a green screen in my basement and you know the director who lives overseas he said okay here 
here's what we need. I need you to act like you're doing this and look like you're on your phone and everything. And then he got the green screen footage and then built everything around it with his, uh, he's just an incredible animator. So, uh, so yeah, I was, when I saw the first cut of the video, I was just, I was pretty blown away to say the least at his, at his vision. So it was cool. I will add that uh, in stride is, a little more advanced than the sledgehammer video. I'm just saying it, it reminded me a little bit of that, just uh, the way you looked in and your kind of paper cutout look. Uh, but it looks a little bit better than that one, I'll say. Well, te- I guess technology's moved moved ahead a little bit, but uh, but I will say that's one of my favorite video. That sledgehammer and and Peter Gabriel is like yeah. so. Hey, I take that as a, as a compliment. That's great. It always amazes me when somebody's part of like a million projects uh, because you have your solo project now, Alter Bridge. You join up at Slash every once in a while, uh, not to mention probably a dozen other things that you got uh, on the burners. But uh, a lot of people have a hard time coming up with new ideas for one project. So how do you how do you like I guess how do you compartmentalize each project and like how do you stop yourself from repeating yourself? I guess. Ooh, uh, that, well, that's getting harder as time goes on. Uh, the re- I'm sure I, within the next uh, five years, the repeater police are going to probably come knocking at my door. Uh, it's inevitable at this point, just given the how many songs. Uh, you know, it's like my my. Uh, it's interesting because I am aware of that. You're you're always like, oh, you know, you've done this, you've done this, and how do you? do something that's not going to alienate people who know you for one thing, but yet you're still trying to evolve to some degree. So that, yeah, that's becoming the, the real challenge as time goes on. And so much of that is from listening. You listen to things and hopefully draw and get ideas from. So that's uh, always, always keep your ear to the ground. I know uh, I read in a magazine a long time ago that uh, your partner, Mark Tremonti, he used to say, this kind of sounds like something else I wrote. Let's just twist a tuning peg. <laughs> you know, let's just change. Let's just change uh, the whole tuning of the guitar. Are you experimenting with any alternate tunings on this album? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I did a lot of that on the year of the tiger, uh, Mm -hmm. this record, there's a handful of alternate tunings, but I thought the ultimate challenge for this record would be to make a record in straight up standard tuning, which is actually something I've never done. It's always been either down a half step or, or, you know, and, uh, that, that was fun. It was actually hard on my hands because (laughs) I used the same gauge strings I was used to in the, in the lower tuning. So they were, there's a lot more tension and midway through the record. I'm like, why are my hands hurting so much? I was like, that's a word standard tuning now. So there's just that much more tension, but yeah, it was, it was fun to go back to that. And, and because yeah, alter tunings have been such a part of of what I've been doing and along with alter bridge, but even back in the Mayfield days, I was experimenting with those. So they're, they're fun, you know, for guitar geeks, but uh, standards cool too. And we'll leave it right there. If you want to hear the rest of that, we get to talking about Creed a little bit, talking about the, the transition from Creed to Alter Bridge, and more. We talk about touring a little bit and get to some of your questions as well in there. If you want to watch that now, it's at thexrockford.com. Well, four nine in the morning, it's time for your weekly dose of good news, positive stories from around the country. Like this one, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is a hot dog on wheels. It's pretty much simply what it is, but it's also pulling double duty for meals on wheels. It has been delivering food to hungry people near Portland, Maine. Well, bring that stuff around here. An alligator jumped out of the water near Tampa last week and grabbed a guy's dog, but the guy was able to jump in, poke the alligator in the eye, and get his dog back. Both of them did get bit, though, and need stitches, but they're doing okay. Uh, another animal story here. A cat jumped off a fifth-floor building. Oh, my God. He jumped out of the fifth floor of a burning building in Chicago on Thursday and uh, landed on its feet. 
and just walked off. I've heard cats pretty much always land on their feet, but I didn't know they could just jump out of a fifth-story window and survive. Pretty impressive. And this is awesome. The Make-A-Wish Foundation granted a six-year-old cancer survivor's wish in Texas on Saturday and let him push the button to blow up an overpass that needed to be demolished. Yes. Kid's name is Archer, and he said it was, quote, fun, and it was loud. Of course it was. Well done. If you're looking for positive news stories from our own backyard, look no further than rockrivercurrent.com. That is your weekly dose of good news on 104.9 The Morning X. The Morning X wins. 104.9 The Morning X. Time for today's celebrity dump. This is where we rip on celebrities just because we can. We'll start with Ellen G. Generous. She has decided to end her daytime talk show after 19 seasons. She claims that has nothing to do with the allegations last year that she was awful and abusive to her staff, frankly because she already took care of those people. Uh, Prince Harry says she's been wanting out, or that he has been wanting out of the royal family for years, not just with the Meghan Markle drama, but probably about the same amount of time that we have been tired of hearing about the royal family. So it's ironic. And finally, PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, is thanking Kim Kardashian for her dairy-free lifestyle by naming a cow after her. <laughs> They've named their rescue cow. You ready for this? Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, they went with a pun. They're going to put it right next to their other celebrity named animals. A chicken named Nicholas Cage Free. A cat named Meowthew McConaughey. And an elderly monkey named Joe Biden. I try to run the country, but first I've got to eat these bananas. They got good banana pudding over there at the old country buffet. That's your celebrity dump. 1049, the morning X. Real rock report. It's a real rock report in the morning. X powered by Oscars Pub and Grill and Jack's Pub. With that report, here's Lou. You want to know why there won't be an Oasis reunion? Love to. Noel Gallagher. Uh, he gave the most concise explanation yet to Australia's The Project. He said, "People ask me that question on a daily basis, and all I can say to you is that I just don't feel like it." <laughs> Brutally honest. He also went on to say that when you're in a band, it's an absolute compromise. So he doesn't think he could come up with some idea, run it past four people, and then have somebody knock it back because their cat's got a cough six weeks later. Okay. So Oasis sounds like it's done. I'm afraid not like there was a lot of hope hanging out there for it, but it sounds like it's probably done. He used the same excuse my dad used about playing catch with me. A little while ago, we talked about the six strands of Kurt Cobain's hair that went up for auction. Uh-huh. Well, those sold, and the six strands went for just over $14,000. They were cut off Cobain's head during Nirvana's 89 tour of England. And Black Veil Brides hitting the road within this moment. That tour coming through the rave in Milwaukee on October 24th. And that's your Real Rock Report. Powered by Oscars Pub and Grill on East State and Jack's Pub on North Perryville. Both open at 11 a.m. And looking for full and part-time cooks. Top pay, paid vacations, bonuses, and meal incentives. Step into Oscars or Jack's for more. Thank you, Lou. Appreciate that. You got it. We're going to go take a look at what's going on in the skies today. Going to be some rain coming here. Uh, If it's not started already, it's going to start very soon and last pretty much into the rest of the evening and tomorrow. Stormy tomorrow with a high of 79. I want to figure out uh-huh. I want to figure out how much each strand of hair went for in that Kurt Cobain thing. 
Uh, 14,000, you said? Yeah, so 14,000 divided strings. by six. Yeah. Um, that's $2,333.33. It's a steal. Per, per strand of hair. It's a steal. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to be able to clone Kurt Cobain. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and zombie Kurt Cobain is going to take over the world. That's where I see this going. That would be an interesting... Uh, it'd be interesting to see if that cloned Kurt Cobain could grow up and do the same thing that he did. It would be. This is a good test. It's in the name of science. I say we do it. This sounds like a screenplay, actually. I should get to work. Yeah, it does. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure out a name for it, and we'll get to, we'll get to work on that. We'll start casting next week. <laughs> Who wants to play Kurt? <laughs> Who wants to play zombie Kurt? That's, I love when we just stumble on good ideas, man. Yeah, I mean, it, sound, it sounds like a good movie. It sounds like horrible things could go wrong. At worst, Netflix is picking this up. Right. If they're listening... Come on, fellas. We need the money. <laughs> By the way, if we see this pop up on Netflix, I'm suing everybody. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> well, we have lawyers. Believe it or not. Sure we do. <laughs> we do. All right. We're going to wrap up uh, for the Morning X today, powered by Expert Electronics, your car, audio, and tent headquarters. Uh, tomorrow's Wednesday. We'll take a look at Rockford Misconnections and another chance for you to win tickets to Karn at the uh, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater in Tinley Park. I always never know what that uh, amphitheater is called because yeah. it, it changes names like every. Three oh, you or saw four people years. that are just like, yeah, they're playing the world. Yeah. We know it's, oh, it's, still, the it's all the same. The world—that's what it was originally called, yeah. right? So, like, that's one of those things, like Sears Tower, where like, we're never going to call it anything but right. that, yeah. right? But it was the Tweeter Center for a while. I remember that. So the world it was the Tweeter Center. It was uh, First Midwest Bank Amphitheater, which nothing sounds more fun. Yeah. Then first Midwest Bank. And get approved for a loan while you're here. <laughs> right. um, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater now. Yeah. Well, you know, why does everything have to be named after the thing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it can, it, you know, you can still keep its name and then put your company name under that. Well, I mean, look, every, the Bebo, people still call it the Metro Center. It just, it right. happens. It right. just, you know, kind of gets stuck in your brain and that's what you're going to call it forever. Yep. That's just how things go. Well, uh, yeah, so more tickets to that tomorrow. That's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> it's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 1049 The Morning X at uh, 716. And uh, I want to talk about this. Joey Joey Dick, can we get some music for this segment, please? Can we... <laughs> I'm not sure that's appropriate necessarily, but I guess I guess I'll go with it. Thank you, Joey. Uh, on the way here, 39 northbound, uh, I saw some roadkill. And I'm not sure what the roadkill was. It was absolutely unrecognizable. Like, there was not a single thing left of this animal that could identify it. I don't even know if a zoologist could have identified this animal. That's how destroyed it was. And I'm wondering, like, what in the hell hit that animal to just to, to destroy it that much? I mean, it was... Is that a result of just several cars running over it at that point? I don't know, but it was it was obliterated. And it got me remembering, like, my own roadkill story. I don't like to, I don't like to talk about it because it's, uh, you know, it bothers me. It bothers me to run over anything in the road, much less a living thing, but... Uh, I was in northwest Indiana, which is uh, the area where I grew up, and I'd maybe been driving for about a year and a half. I'm going down this main road in the town I lived in, and, uh, I mean, this big, fat raccoon just jumped out in front of my car. 
Like it just darted out. And thank you for keeping the banjos. <laughs> this raccoon jumped out in front of my car. <laughs> no, it, uh, it just it kind of jumped out in front of my car. And instead of continuing like it should have, if it would have kept running, I think it would have been okay. But it stopped and tried to run back the way it came from. And uh, I ran over it. I heard that thump. And the craziest part about the story is that I look in my rearview mirror and I see this thing get up and walk back off the side of the road. Like, I swear, I felt the bump when I ran over this thing. There's no way, but I saw it. I saw it roll on the road, stop, and then get up and walk away like nothing had happened. I guess the only thing I can think of is that I didn't quite hit it. Maybe I startled it. Maybe it got clipped and it was injured but not dead. But, I mean, I felt the thump, man. It was like I ran over a log. So I think raccoons have some powers that we're not aware of. I think they are uh, unkillable. Well, not actually not if you look at the side of the road sometimes. They're definitely killable. As a matter of fact, I believe uh, twenty-eight, the summer of 2018, there was a dead raccoon on Sandy Hollow Road. I used to go for walks in the middle of my work day. It was a dead raccoon on Sandy Hollow Road for pretty much the whole summer of 2018. Did not smell pleasant. You ever hit anything on the road that's not a deer? I think deer are the most common roadkill, especially these parts. But you ever hit anything that wasn't a deer? I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear, you know, let's let's keep it to wild animals. I don't want to hear that you ran over a somebody's puppy. That's not, that's not the story I want to hear. But if you ran over something that was not a deer, perhaps something more interesting or weird, I'd love to hear your story. You can text it to me, text Kev to 59457 and your story. You Got to start it with Kev or it will go to somebody else's inbox. And uh, you can leave it on the X voicemail line, 815-575-XVM1, or give me a call here at 815-874-2104. I almost forgot our phone number for a second. 815-874-2104. I want to hear your roadkill stories. What did you kill? What did you hit? What did you hit that survived like my zombie raccoon? 815-874-2104 and the X voicemail line at 815-575-XVM1 or text it, text Kev and your story to 594-57. The Morning X at 725. It is Kev. I'm looking for your roadkill stories this morning. I want to hear if you ran something over or saw something get hit. Uh, and again, let's leave out the, the pets, you know, wild animals only. I don't want to hear that you ran over somebody's kitty cat. That's not what I want to hear. But uh, crazy wild animal roadkill stories. Dale, you say you got one? Oh, I do. I got a bad one. What? I, uh... Back when I started driving, back in 2005 or 2006, I was going a mile in Illinois every day, which is over by the Quad Cities. And when I, I was going to the John Deere, actually I was coming back from John Deere, the, the plant, uh-huh. and uh, I was on 280, and I seen I seen flashing lights on the right-hand side shoulder. So I moved over to the left lane. Well, what had happened is somebody had hit a big old buck. And <laughs> oh, was- man. It was lay. It was still alive. It was just sitting right there in the left-hand lane. But by the time I got on top of it, I mean that deer looked at me. We made eye contact. I, I swear to God. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me go back a second in your story. You said you got on top of the deer and made eye contact with it. As soon as, as soon as my headlights, he came into focus into my headlights. He turned his head and looked right at me. Oh, man. <laughs> and there was nothing I could do. And what? What the cops said was going to happen is the guys that were sitting on the shoulder were going to kill it and cut its antlers off. Oh. And, I was like, 
and I plowed that deer, and I was like, is the deer dead now? And, and the cop's like, yeah, there's a lot of pieces of him. And I was like, he's like, he's dead now. <laughs> so you got on top of the deer, made eye contact, and plowed it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I... I there was nothing I could do, and he he ripped all the airlines out from underneath the truck. He he did a lot of damage. I was on the side of the road for a good three hours after and that. Sounds like a damage. It sounds like a damaging situation for everybody. Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. It was yeah. Ever since then, I'm I'm very very leery when I see flashing lights at night. Well, I think yeah, that would give you kind of a complex, wouldn't it? Hey, Dale, I appreciate your story, man. No problem, man. Thanks. Have a good day. 815-874-2104. If you want to tell me your roadkill story, you can also leave it on the X voicemail line, 815-575-XVM1, or text me your story, 259-457. Just start it with the word Kev, or it will not come to me. Your roadkill stories this morning, I would appreciate that. Uh, thanks again, Dale, for the call. And remember, word choice is important. This is Alexa. Kevin can't come to the mic right now. He is currently dropping a deuce. Hear the morning exit 104.9, or just ask Alexa to Play the X Rockford. 1049 The Morning X is 754. It is Kev, our topic this morning. I want to hear your roadkill story. And I want to hear uh, you ever hit an animal, maybe an animal that wasn't a deer or a raccoon. You can participate on our Facebook page at The X Rockford. Deer and raccoon, that, those kind of things happen all the time. But on our Facebook page at The X Rockford, uh, Ben says he hit a bat with his windshield. <laughs> How did you know it was a bat, though? I mean, it could have been a bird, right? I mean, did you get out and look? Maybe you just uh, saw the bat signal in the fog on your windshield afterward, perhaps. Uh, Kyle says he got chased by a pissed-off armadillo once. Would have loved to have seen that. Melissa says, I hit and killed a possum once. It played dead before I hit it, and I had no choice but to hit it because I had cars on both sides and couldn't change lanes. Well, that's unfortunate. You know, possums are a-holes, but, uh, you know, you don't want to run them over either. Actually, we had one in our backyard once that... uh, didn't want to leave. Usually, like, animals will run, but it kind of perched up on our fence post, and we could walk right up to it. Something was wrong with it, I think, but uh, unfortunate for that story, Melissa. Uh, Jennifer says, I once hit, I don't know if you would call it hit, not one, but two birds with the windshield at the same time. Well, someone call that good luck, Jennifer. <laughs> Some would call that good luck. It's like hitting two birds with one stone, but in this case, the stone is the windshield of your car. 815-874-2104. If you have a roadkill story, we'll go to the phones right now. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Josh from Pensacola. Hey, Josh from Pensacola. How did I know you were going to call me on this topic? <laughs> <laughs> How did I know? We are looking for a roadkill story. So you're you're a truck driver, right, Josh? No, I drive a car, though. Oh, you do drive. Okay, I thought I, I, I thought I remember you telling me you were a truck driver. So what what is your roadkill story? So um, this morning uh, when I was driving to work, there is a dead cat in the middle of the street, right? Looks like it's been freshly killed, right? Oh, my God. So, so um, what I did was um, I sped on the gas pedal, and I ran over the cat's, the cat's head. I thought it was pretty funny. Come on, dude. <laughs> and, then, and then I stopped on the side of the street, and then I reversed it back and ran it over again, because you never know. It could be a zombie cat. I mean, it, could, it, could, it could attack somebody. <laughs> That's just gross. <laughs> you're, not, you're not telling the truth in that story, right? You're making that up. No, I'm being serious. <laughs> It was a, man, we got armadillos in the streets. We got dogs, cats. I mean, it's, there's all sorts of things in the street. Okay. All <laughs> right. Well, you got to be careful, man. You don't hit the gas. <laughs> well, it was already dead. I mean. <laughs> all right. We're going to let you go on that one, Josh. Uh, I hope he's kidding. He's kidding, right? 
We're going to go ahead and just say that he was kidding. Otherwise, he is a very disturbed individual. The Morning X with Kev. All right. 6.15 on the 20th of May. It's 104.9 The Morning X. Powered by Expert Electronics, your car audio and tent headquarters. 815-874-2104. Studio line here. You can send me a text to 59457. Just start it with the word Kev and it will come to me. You can also send me a voicemail. Call our voicemail line. The X voicemail number is 815-575-XVM1. Like X voicemail 1, 815-575-XVM1 or 9861. If you don't like to spell on your phone. And uh, I read about this. There's a guy in China who's building an exact replica of the Titanic for a ride at a theme park. Isn't the theme of the Titanic a little bit scary? A little bit too, re- a little bit too real for a theme park ride. I understand doing like Back to the Future or like a disaster movie that didn't actually happen, but Titanic the ride seems a, seems a little bit terrifying. I also read about this recently. I saw a flyer on Facebook that was just shared. Somebody's doing Titanic the Musical. (laughs) Look, I'm a number one supporter of the arts. I'm actually appearing at Starlight Theater this summer in Little Shop of Horrors. But Titanic the Musical? Is that actually a thing? (laughs) What are the songs going to be like? We're going down, 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 down with the ship. Hey, down with the ship. Hey! The ballad, I've got a sinking feeling. The water is up to the ceiling. <laughs> How about we stop using the Titanic for fun things? How about? Uh, who am I to judge? Do what you want. Tool of the day brought to you by Retool later on this hour. We'll get a first look at what it is coming up here in less than 20 minutes on 104.9 The Morning X. We interrupt this program to increase dramatic tension. 104.9. Say it! Say it! The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Thursday morning. The weekend is creeping up, kind of teasing us a little bit, maybe pulling the strap down off the shoulder, saying, come get it, big boy. Yeah, it is. It's creeping up like a pair of underwear uh, on a hot summer day. Showing a little ankle? Yeah. I like ankle. I like legs. I have legs, but I enjoy looking at them. Uh, That woman is filthy. She showed me her ankles. (laughs) Back in the 20s. How dare you show me your ankles before marriage? Look at the gams on her, huh? (laughs) Well, we're going to find out who's showing ankle in the Rockford region because it's time, Matt, once again, to look at Rockford Misconnections. My favorite time of the show. How dare you talk over the song? Oh, sorry. I'm I'm sick of the DJs talking over the music. (laughs) It's like the 1980s in here, just talking over the song. By the way, we're going to be out at Pete's Fresh Market later on today, <laughs> handing out 95X stickers. Look for that sticker, put it on your car, and we, we spot you. You win $50. 95X? What's that? What station do I think I'm on? I don't know. I, <laughs> I worked at a 95.9 The River once. Maybe that's maybe that was my confusion. Maybe. But anyway, here we are uh, with okay. Rockford Misconnections. We're going to look. Uh, who's looking for love in the weirdo pool? <laughs> That's what it really should on be. On Craigslist. He's a real post that I found that you could also see. I'm going to start with this one. Nice and brief. Uh, male looking for male. Freeport. Of course. The post just says, looking for male to male. And That's they, it? they spell male, 
M-A-I-L. <laughs> you know, again, with the spelling, I don't think the grammar on Craigslist is, is enough right there for me. Like, no one can spell on there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Spelling doesn't really matter. You can get it on with somebody who doesn't smell, uh, doesn't spell good. Maybe they're just looking for mail. Like, they don't get a whole lot of mail, and, you know. Right. Maybe they're just looking to exchange coupons. Somebody write these people a letter <laughs> from time to time. It's time for my dental appointment. Somebody could want this. I'm going to save it. All it says is looking for mail to mail. Action? or just That's all it says. Just mail to mail. Okay. M-A-I-L. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's brief. It's to the point. You know what? I mean, besides the misspellings, you know what you're getting into. All right. For the rest of these posts for this segment today, we are going to play sexual or not. Oh, okay. Sexual or not, Matt. Ready? Fun. Here's the first one. Helping hand. Uh, obviously, easily well, sexual. Wait, I didn't even read the post well, yet. Well, it has hand in it. Don't get, don't get ahead of yourself. All right. This could be clean, <laughs> but I'm wondering, sexual or not? Willing to lend a helping hand. Bigger jobs preferred. Send pics and stats. Yeah, that is definitely sexual. No, why not? Why? I mean, it, it, this could just be somebody who's retired and bored and wants to do like a home improvement project. Mm-hmm. I like how you're thinking like me, like on the, on the bright side of things, you know, like uh, like non-sexual, but it is. This guy wants to bring his two by four <laughs> and assist in, in remodeling somebody's back door. But he only wants big jobs. Right. Bigger jobs preferred. He's really bored. <laughs> he prefers the larger projects to work on, you know? <laughs> All right, here's another one. Dirt, uh, sexual or not, looking for my plumber south of Rockford. Well, sexual again, because every time we hear about plumbers in these things, you know what it means. Again, let's hear the post. Okay. Looking for my friend who used to help me with my pipe that would get clogged. I used to stop by from time to time. We had lots of fun. You were experienced and older. I miss our meats. If you aren't out there, maybe someone else can help. Hmm. Actually, there's a question mark. Maybe someone else can help? Like another plumber? Yeah. This could just be somebody who's looking for a nice, you know, pipe fitters union person to come on and fit their pipes. Well, why are his pipes always clogged is what I want to know. Like, the last person didn't do a very good job unclogging them if they keep getting clogged. Yeah, sounds to me like they... Need some Alka Seltzer. They need something. They need someone to snake those pipes. What's, I think. The, what's the constipation one? Mylanta? Um, uh, yes, no. uh, X Lax. Yeah. That's not right. Something. Yeah. If your pipes are clogged, you need a laxative. A laxative, yeah, yes. Nice, mild laxative. I don't think he's talking about those type of pipes. No, but this is plumbing. I'm sure he just needs somebody to get under his sink. Right, and get a wrench and just kind of... Uh, Got to beat up on his pipes a little yeah, bit. twist some things yeah. and uh, see see what happens. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, uh-huh. so we're going with not sexual on that you know what, one not, You know what? I'm going to say not sexual. I'm going to say that's just a guy looking for a plumber. <laughs> because why not? Now, this one could be a really strange innuendo. You never know what people are into. Uh, this one says, looking for my buddy that was bird watching in the park. Sycamore. Okay. Okay. We had a nice walk and talk. Seen a few of the more common birds. Ugh. How about saw a few of the more common birds? Uh, but most like, uh, or would like to walk along the trail. This is where we met. I've lost your contact info. Could be another good day. Get back to me if you think it's you I'm looking for. We can talk and we'll know for sure in a couple short questions. So, bird watching. Is it a sexual innuendo? That one is non-sexual. I think... Out of all of these, this is the one where it's just they want someone to watch birds with this them. This is not code for anything. No. I've never heard it before as code for anything. I've but never heard anybody use bird watching as a thing. Well, who knows? Maybe these two people had a secret inside joke where bird watching meant you were giving yourself the old self service pump. <laughs> right? Well, you were so. bird watching in the park. All that aside, though, uh, you extended your telescope. <laughs> 
don't know what and that we're, means. And we're bird watching through it. <laughs> See, there were no other innuendos, though. That's like, a reach, though. It is. It, it was. It was just birds. It's. It's just weird to me that in the midst of all this obviously dirty stuff, there's a post that genuinely asks someone to bird watch with them again. Well, the thing is, I live near that park they're speaking of. So you do. I do. I know I know which park they're talking about. Are you the bird watching guy, man? I don't want to say. I don't want to say it, but it might be me. You're so. like, yeah, I got a bald eagle for you. <laughs> That's right. Do you want to see my dodo? <laughs> you know what? But it's, it was purely non-sexual, all right? My bird says cock-a-doodle-doo. That's right. There you go. That's <laughs> That's Rockford Misconnection. The Morning X wins. 104.9 The Morning X, 8.18 on a Thursday morning. And it is Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau on the phone. Hey, Andrea. Hi, how are you? Good morning. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, how, how are things with you? Uh, everything good? Uh, family's Okay. Oh, everyone's doing great. Yeah. How about you? I, I was looking at Facebook the other day. You're... Son, your second kid? Yes. Is uh, over a year old now? Oh, I don't know how that <laughs> happened, but yes. What the, what the hell? It what? goes way too fast, and it's so sad and happy at the same time. I mean, you just had you just had that baby. I know. Isn't it weird? Don't you feel like we were just in a time warp for the last year? <laughs> it is. It's been, it's been very strange. You know what I did? Yeah. I, I, it's interesting. I was talking about Fred Van Vliet, his basketball team, the Toronto Raptors, uh, being the defending champions when okay. that wasn't last year. That was the year before. So like, no. I, I completely lost last year. The Lakers won last year, not the Raptors, but I completely <laughs> lost because they had like a really short NBA season last year. So it, like I just erased 2020 out of my memory pretty much. I know. I know. I feel like I've done the same thing, and I have had actually the same similar type of conversation <laughs> about things, and I just I'm not so upset about that. I kind of don't mind it. <laughs> no, and now, yeah. you're, now your son's a year old. You, you didn't even get to witness that first year. He just grew uh. up. Well, you know what, and that, and you know what, I gotta say, if ever you were gonna have a baby during that time, was the time to do it. Let's put it that way. So oh yeah, you be with them as much, you know, all that time. So yeah, you kind of you kind of lucked out there. If there was a bright side of anything for you, huh? <laughs> that's right. So. <laughs> So that's what's going on with us. Well, uh, let's talk about what's happening all across the Rockford region here. we got some fun things to do this weekend. We definitely do, and I'm so excited because this weekend, well, Friday really marks the very first Rockford City Market of the season. So I'm sure many people, yeah, that's right. Yes, it deserves a round of applause. I'm sure many people are just as excited as me. Uh, 3.30 to 8.30 Friday evening, get ready to go downtown and enjoy many different uh, vendors. Now, I know you, I'm sure you've heard this year it's going to look a little bit different, right? So it's going to be vendors along State Street and some in where they were before also. So the the, the whole entire event is going to be spread out more. So and get I, ready for that. And I would like to point out that the X is actually going to be out there uh, tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, 4 o'clock. Uh, there you go. Yeah, Lou's going to be out there. He's going to have shine down tickets. So, uh, yeah, you can go see him, too. Awesome. So that's, yeah, so that's exciting. And, of course, it kicks off the full season ahead. So every Friday, 3.30, anticipate Rockford City Market. I also say, too, it's in the River District. So make sure to support local businesses, too, that are right there in proximity while you're at it. So Perfect. that is going to be fun. And then on your Saturday, this is interesting, 10 to 5, you can go and check out Rockton Pelican Fest. <laughs> this is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> 
So downtown Rockton. Now, this is something I didn't know until uh, I researched this event. I didn't really realize that the American white pelican actually comes to the Rock River. Did you know that? I did well, not. Fun Thursday fact for you. Okay. So <laughs> this event is in celebration of the annual, annual return of the pelican. And it's actually going to be, um, of course, promoting public awareness for migrating birds in the area. But there's going to be a lot of family-friendly activities, educational booths, of course, plenty to eat and shop, uh, plenty of delicious, delicious food like, you know, dairy houses in downtown Rockton. So you can stop by there. It's going to be pretty warm out this weekend, so perfect for ice cream and plenty more. So All I know out. is that in the in the Go Guide, which you can sign up to get in your email at gorockford.com, I'm looking at this Pelican Fest, a picture of this Pelican it has like the it has like the wildest white hair. It looks like if Bernie Sanders had a two foot beak on the front of his face. <laughs> like, like like this pelican is just like I was just talking to Wolf Blitzer, you know. <laughs> Doesn't it look like a huge giant carrot on his face? It does. Yeah. If if Bernie Sanders had a carrot on his face, that's what this pelican looks like. <laughs> This pelican is awesome. Anyway, you definitely want to see this photo. It, it, it makes you want to go to the event. It, it, me, anyways. Definitely so. an unfortunately designed bird. That's that's all I'm going to say. It's a what? An unfortunately designed bird. <laughs> You're too much. I mean, what, what do the swans say when the pelican goes by? You know, they probably make fun of him. No. <laughs> very funny. So check it out because it's very... I don't know. You'll see some interesting looking birds, if nothing else. So check it out. Now, World War One days is something that we've missed. And one of those events that, you know, we talk about missing this past year. It's like we're, I don't understand, but so many of these great events that we were so, you know, used to going to each year, we missed. Um, so now we can actually come back. Midwood Village Museum is hosting World War One days, the reenactment weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Now, it's actually, you know, a step back into time. It's very immersive. The only thing different about the event this year that they're going to be doing is they're going to have smaller groups going through rather than just, you know, go through on your own. So you're going to want to sign up in advance, give them a call, and, and check it out. You know, you hear about World War II reenactments all the time. Not so many World War One reenactments going on when, you know, World War right. II couldn't have happened without World War One. There you go. Very good point. I mean, we kind of <laughs> wish we kind of wish neither of them had to happen. You know, yeah. Uh, very very terrifying events in history, but it's good. To, it's also good to point. it's good to learn about history, and those are very important events. It is. It's very good to learn about history, and you know, especially with the young kids, you can go through as a family. It's um, educational, but yet you know, still still something that we can enjoy with the family. So check it out if you can. That's, of course, at Midway Village Museum. These are the three top events here in the Go Guide that we're talking about this weekend. But, of course, you can always find these events and plenty more. You can check out GoRockford.com for the details. All right. Well, thank you very much, Andrea, from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. As always, have a great weekend. And if you follow Andrea's advice, you will have a great weekend as well. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you. Bye now. 1049, The Morning X. 104.9, The Morning X, and barbecuing season is pretty much upon us here. Memorial Day weekend, of course, a big barbecue weekend. You want to be prepared. Well, it turns out that Jay Cutler, former Chicago Bears quarterback, has teamed up with a guy named Pat LaFrieda, uh, who uh, is just like a meat connoisseur, right? And they have created a meat company. Uh, oh, okay, this guy is the star of a show called Meat Men, apparently, Pat LaFrieda. Uh, but he and Jay Cutler teamed up to make a thing called Cuts, and uh, I will give you the ad. This is the TV commercial or the commercial, the video commercial that's been uh, online floating around. 
Cutting meat has been a part of my family for four generations. You know, we really strive for excellence because that's what our family has built our company on. Looking at Pat and his family, there's very few families, I think, that have been involved in one profession for you know, over 100 years. So in my mind, Pat is, he's an artist. Like, it's incredible to kind of step into his world. <laughs> about little Jay Cutler Karras. He's just like, yeah, he's uh, you know, he's really good at cutting meat and stuff. Been involved in one profession for you know, over a hundred years. So in my mind, Pat is he's an artist. Like, it's incredible. He's an artist. Step into he's, his world. he's really good. Jay and I have teamed up to make cuts. This is a box of meat curated by Jay and I every month delivered right to your house. Each has a different experience. Each has a different flavor profile. That's the best meat in the world. That's meat that's never been frozen, only fresh, and only from farmers from the United States. We can't wait to see it in 4th of July's, campfires, tailgates, anywhere and everywhere that, that brings you and your family together. And, uh, we're really proud of it, and uh, we hope you like it. Uh, we're really proud of it, and uh, we hope you like it. Yeah, that's uh, Jay Cutler's Meat Company Cuts. Now, that is the uh, video TV commercial that has been floating around the internet. A lot of people are liking it. You know, Jay's in it smoking a cigar. You know, it's just like, it's like really manly and like rugged commercial. You know, pretty good. It actually makes you kind of want to eat the meat. But have you heard the radio commercial yet? The radio commercial for this company, I think, is a little more accurate. Are you looking for a prime cut of steak that seems like it's going to be the best steak you've ever had, but turns out to be kind of a disappointment? Try cuts from Jay Cutler. If you strive to put on the perfect barbecue but then give up at a crucial moment, these cuts are for you. Where other meat companies give 100%, cuts gives about 85 With the most mediocre hunks of American raised meats, cuts is sure to be just okay. Chicago Bears quarterback Jay Cutler presents Cuts. Order now and we'll promise to deliver it right to your door, but then come up about a block short. And don't worry if you're not 100% satisfied with these cuts. Nobody gives less of a damn than Jay Cutler. Hey Jay, you want to toss one of those over here? Uh, nah, my pinky hurts. Oh, come on, I'm really hungry. Alright, fine, here you go. Try Cutler's Cuts. Not the best you've ever had, but not the worst either. I don't know about you, but I'm all in. Five more minutes of this and I'm going to get mad. 104.9 The Morning X. All right, 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev Chelsea playing playing some air guitar there. Yeah. I love David Lee Roth. She's screaming. That's pretty good, Matt. You got to squeeze your junk a little bit harder to get the squeak in there. It's but because his pants were so tight back in the 80s. Yeah, you could always hit those squeals when your your pants are that tight. <laughs> but uh, how's it going, everybody? Pretty good. It's How about yourself? Uh, good. Now, I brought you in here because we were having a conversation off the air that I had to bring to the air and kind of bring the audience in uh, on it as well. Uh, you know, people have been disappearing in national parks. Yes. And when you disappear in national parks, sometimes they don't find you. Chelsea has a theory as to why you never find the bodies of these people. Because there are cannibals living in these <laughs> national parks, and they are taking people and eating them, and then that's why we never find the bodies. I'm telling you, it might be a crazy belief, but it's true. All right, we're going to address that in just a second, but I want to tell everybody right now, if there is something people think you're crazy for believing, uh, you can send me a text at 59457, text Kev and your answer, or you can participate on our Facebook page at The X Rockford. People think I'm crazy for believing 
leaving in blank. Now, cannibals, Chelsea. Yes. That's the first thing you go to. That's top shelf for you? That's top shelf for me. Not like a bear? No, not a bear. Not a lion? <laughs> Come <No>. thing. <laughs> because with a bear, they're, they are going to tear you from limb to limb, but they're going to find you. How come they never find certain bodies in the national parks? Well, Chelsea, cannibals don't eat the bones, too. There would still be bones left behind. Are you sure they don't floss their teeth with these bones? Oh, my but, God. You but, watch too much Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> or Hulu or whatever shows. Chelsea, you're a horror movie fan, though, right? I am a horror movie so fan. So, of course, your brain goes right there. Yes. Uh, Matt, what do people think you're crazy for well, believing? that's insane, Chelsea, all right? I <laughs> let's hear, let's hear yours that's before insane. you pass judgment. I believe there's people living on Mars and the moon right now as we speak. Oh, oh my, mine is so crazy. Uh, there is, all right? Don't act like there wasn't people already on the moon before we got there. And don't act like Elon Musk just wants to go to Mars on a fancy whim. There's people there. There's things we need to know there. I believe, I think Biggie and Tupac are living on Mars. <laughs> How about that? I'll go. I'll one-up you on that one. Well, at least you know there's good music music up there. Anyway. Yeah. All the famous celebrities that died, no, they're living uh, in outer space. <laughs> so they just live Elvis. they just live forever on an uninhab- uninhabitable planet. Is that what you're saying? Well, they've they've terraformed it by now. I mean, come on, Kev, get real. <laughs> Why would they keep that from us? <laughs> because it's insane. You don't want people knowing that. Why? Isn't that an amazing advance for mankind? Well, we're going to find out. They got that Mars rover up there, but I I just I feel like there's already people there. If Matt Matt, if there were people living up there already, why would we need a rover to look around up there? It's all for show, Kev. It's all a big show. We, it's you know they're easing us into it. It's gonna one day. It's gonna be oh, by the way, there's just people here. Like that's how it's gonna be. Uh, from the eight one five, people believe we never went to the moon. Uh, mm. Is is what they think people are? People think they're crazy for believing that nobody ever went to the moon. I believe people went to the moon. Yeah, I, they went to the moon in nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. Come it was, on. It was an amazing accomplishment. We landed on the moon! We and I it. thought my belief was crazy. <laughs> we did it! Your belief is crazy. It's not. It's true. I'm telling you. And there's a documentary on it somewhere on Hulu. Of course, there's the you know there's the usual suspects here from the 779, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, whatever you want to call it. I yeah. Him. yeah. Where do you think they are, though? If they are anywhere. Uh, Pacific Northwest, like that area. The cryptozoology everywhere, by the way. It's not just Bigfoot here. There's like there's like the Loch Ness Monster. Uh, oh, I believe in him, too. The Loch Ness Monster lives in the Rock River. He does not. Yes, he does. My grandpa used to take me to see him on Mississippi Bike Path. You do realize that Loch Ness is named after the lake it lives in, right? That's a lake? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Loch Ness yes, is, is. is the lake that the Loch Ness Monster lives in. So why would the Loch Ness Monster live in the Rock River? <laughs> because it's the Rock River Monster. <laughs> I don't think. I might have just been an old boat from the cardboard regatta or whatever. No, it yeah. literally, somebody, it's like an old tree and they painted it green and it's the Loch Ness Monster down down on Mississippi oh. Bike Path. And okay. my grandpa always used to take me to see it. So I believe for the longest that that was the real Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> and I found out today that the Loch Ness is a lake. Is yes. it in Montana? Because it sounds like no, it's like Montana. No, it's in Scotland. You could oh. be farther off. <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, there's the Yeti. Uh, I believe in him, too. You believe in the Yeti, yes. Matt? If, you, yeah. if I'm going to believe in Bigfoot, I'm sure as hell going to believe in the Yeti. Well, so far, the most believable thing that anyone has said is cannibals are eating people in national parks. You think that's they, believable? Because they are. Because Mars is not. Well, because cannibals are an actual thing that we know exists. Yeah. yeah. So that could be a thing. It's it's horrifying it's, to think about. It's terrifying. You yes. don't want to believe it, but it's believable as opposed to we have been to Mars. Not only have we been there, but we're living there already. Uh-huh. <laughs>
There's all there's like a hotel. There is there is a hotel, the Mars Hotel. People have always given me crap, like my friends. I got a lot of like kind of atheist friends who don't have any spirituality. All my wife is kind of that way as well. She makes fun of me. I don't, you know, like, but I believe in ghosts. I've seen ghosts here in this building. Uh, There was apparently a DJ who used to work on the X on weekends that they called the screaming guy or the yelling guy or something like that. And then he died. He died. Oh, he did. He died in a motorcycle accident. And my listeners have called to tell me that they believe the ghost I saw was probably him. No way. I just got the chills. Yeah. Uh, Recently? Well, he apparently lives in our kitchen because that's where I have run into him. He must be always hungry. If he had, if he had been screaming, then I would have run uh, with a load in my shorts out the <laughs> out the front door. <laughs> Maybe he's the one eating my lunchables in there. I put my food in there, and uh, people eat it. Maybe it's him. Well, it's definitely not the cannibals. <laughs> Why would someone steal your lunchables? I don't know. Why <laughs> would people eat people in national parks? I don't know. <laughs> Why would people be living on Mars? Right, round and round know. we go. I'll I'll tell you who ate those lunchables. <laughs> That damn Sasquatch. <laughs> the Morning X wins. 1049 The Morning X. We're talking about your crazy beliefs this morning. Beliefs you have that people think you're crazy for having. You can send me a text. Text Kevin. Your response to 59457. Josh from Pensacola on the phone. You got a crazy belief, my friend? I uh, People think I'm crazy when I believe this, but I really do think that 9-11 was an inside job. Oh, boy, this is a rabbit hole we could go down uh, for sure. Like, it was crazy because um, if Bin Laden supposedly did it, why did we fund Bin Laden during the 80s when he was a part of the Mujahideen to fight against the Soviets? And Bush's family was, like, really close to Bin Laden's family. I mean, that's just my theory, and I, I believe, I mean, I don't know, but I, I believe that a jet to count metal still beams. Uh, well, I don't know anything about any of that, so I have no arguments. <laughs> I can't. I, I have. I have no knowledge that would prove or disprove anything that you just said, uh, which is why I never get into this discussion. However, however, I have very, very strong doubts that anyone would want to kill thousands of Americans if they, in fact, were part of America. I, I don't believe that. Yeah, yeah. Especially if if, if 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 they're in the government, why would they want to do that? Other than other, well, uh, you know, like that's that's a big price to pay to get into a war. We could have just gone over there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, our, our government, you know, it's a bit, you know, a bit cruel. Like the stuff they used to do to people in their past. So I mean, like I say, you know, like who who really knows? You know, yeah. Nobody nobody really knows. That is true. Like nobody really knows. Uh, all I know is that it was horrible, and no matter how it happened, uh, thousands of people died, and we need to remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Whew. Oh, that got heavy. Yeah, yeah. I feel. I feel like yeah. I should play a fart noise or something and uh, clear the air. Just there we go. <laughs> the morning X rocking your ride to work. One hundred four nine. Morning X at eight thirty eight is Kev on our Facebook page. We have uh, people think I'm crazy for believing in blank. Aaron, perfect response says science. <laughs> well done. We're looking for your crazy beliefs this morning. Eight one five eight seven four two one zero four. What's up, Greg? Sure, what's up? The whole uh, COVID-19. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that virus was released by the Chinese government on their own people, and they couldn't control it. You think they did it on purpose, or it was a lab accident? I think they did it on purpose. Why would they do that? Population control? No, not population control. Think about when before COVID first started, what was China on the news for? The people were in the streets protesting. They wanted democracy. They wanted their government overthrown and out. Now, all of a sudden, here's COVID-19, and their streets are empty. 
That is a that is a that is a valid theory, for sure. I mean, obviously, I have no proof. Right. I have no idea. This means it's a little too coincidental, you know. Right. It uh, it does seem like it lines up like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Exactly. All right, thanks, Greg. We appreciate that call. Some, for some reason, your crazy beliefs have turned into your conspiracy theories, and that that's fine as well. I welcome uh, that as well. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. Powered by Retool of Rockford, as always, it's time for your Tool of the Day on 104.9, The Morning X. And uh, this guy had quite the day. Let me tell you what. 38-year-old Jesse James Moore was arrested in Idaho on Tuesday, and this might be... The first tool of the day we've had from the great state of Idaho. Welcome, potato country. Welcome aboard the stupid train. So, first thing that happened was this guy stole a kid's bicycle, which he can't be a bigger douche than that, right? Well, you, you can, but that's, that's pretty douchey. He stole a kid's bike and rode off on it. He actually offered to buy the bike first, but the kid said no, so he just took it. Yeah. Uh, And uh, three hours later, police got a report about a stolen motorcycle outside a grocery store. And they knew that it was the same guy because in its place, they found the first bike that he had stolen. Excuse me, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, like, oh, here's a nice upgrade. But he didn't make it out of the parking lot with the motorcycle because, because he didn't know how to ride a motorcycle. Hey, if you don't know how to ride a motorcycle, I suggest you don't try to steal one because you're not going to get very far. Uh, well, police saw him uh, walk into a Subway restaurant. They waited for a while because they wanted to see what was going to happen, you know. So uh, they ended up finding him in the bathroom in a very particular pickle because uh, what happened in the Subway restaurant was that he asked for a job application, filled out the job application, and just assumed that he could go behind the counter and start working. So he did, and he took a big wad of ham and shoved it down his pants. <laughs> Up his ass. No, just just down his pants. And then went into the bathroom and locked the door. Went into the ladies' room and locked the door. And uh, he tried to escape, but fell through the bathroom ceiling. Yes. <laughs> He's facing two counts of petty theft for the bike and the stack of ham that he stole, plus felony grand theft charge for the motorcycle, and they charge him with property damage for busting up the ceiling. Don't be a tool like this, fool, but the right tool for your job is that retool of Rockford on East State Street right next to Chuck E. Cheese. They buy, they sell, they trade tools, and they bring us your tool of the day every single day. Go and see Dave or visit rockfordretool.com. It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics.